has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Kungaloosh! The dark side. Hey. And the light. That's right. That right there is on the West Coast. That's Skipper Dick Ritchie, everybody. Uh, there in San Diego. Feliz Navidad and Jabuela Ukishimusi. Wow, I didn't well, think you were going to be able to say that. That was awesome. That's Zulu for Happy Festivus! Woo-hoo! Because it's Festivus show. It's Welcome a to Festivus the for the rest of us. Yes, it's the 3 o'clock parade Festivus show. I think we are probably the only podcast doing the Festivus show. So get but ready. We're not a factual podcast, so that's probably not a true statement. I have the aluminum pole up, is all I can say. Put your pole down. Excuse me. Yes, please. Hey, everybody Keep said they wanted... your pole away. They said they wanted a long, beautiful, shiny pole. So gross. I put it up for you all. Fucking gross. Happy Festivus, everyone. Makes me... I just thought this... Talking about Festivus makes me realize, did you know that Florida... It, coming at the Florida man thing, you know? That there is a Florida man who every year petitions to have a Festivus pole made of Paps Blue Ribbon cans put in the state house up in Tallahassee. You should really stop that campaign. I think it's fantastic. He says I, he's from the Satanic Church. You, and you can stop up, using the third person. We know it's you. You can oh, stop that campaign. <laughs> but it's I love the fact there is a Festivus pole made of Paps Blue Ribbon cans. So happy Festivus, everybody. Um, a lot going on this week. We are going to hear at the end of the show what the current standings are of the 3 o'clock parade slash Rhiannon's Bowl Championship tournament that is going on. But first, I get to talk about what I did this week, which was I visited the Thirsty River Bar. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. How often do we get a brand new bar at Disney's Animal Kingdom? Not that often. And I was able to go over there last week and go check it out. And with the obvious downside that Rhiannon pointed out last week, which is that there is no seating, the bar itself is actually really cool. It's just the bar itself is a lot like the Dawa bar, but you do have to stand um, around there and then you take your drinks to go. There is no seating area, but the setting could not be more amazing because you were at the foothills of the Forbidden Mountain and um, right next to the... uh, the temple there, queue for Exhibition Everest, and coming soon you're going to have the walls down, so you'll have the view of the lake. I mean, it really is a, an amazing, beautiful area, so very excited. And they have uh, several beers on tap and a full bar. There is uh, you know, liquor, and they'll make, a, make up whatever you want. So Now, you never answered my question that I sent to you, which was, uh, what are their hours? I know it closed at 6, which was part closing. Uh, well, I would expect that. I think yeah, the question was more so on the what I, kind of open side of things. I will have to rope drop here. I will do research. I will take it upon myself to do the research, and I will rope that drop Animal sounds Kingdom. Sounds like a rough job. I know. Mm. I will do it. I will do it for, the, for science. Oh, science, you say. Mm-hmm. Horse science. I will visit. Horse science? 
<laughs> for Disney's Animal Kingdom and go to Anandapur and check it out. So I will do that for you and for science. What, what are the hours for the double bar? We did clarify that this week because um, uh, Dopey Runner was asking about that for he's going to do a get a drink on the marathon route, one in every park. He's going to drink. Uh, his group is going to do a, a drinking during the Disney marathon at every park and Animal Kingdom is going to answer. Rope simple. drop. <laughs> rope drop. So what, you know, that's how every bar should be. Yeah, rope drop. Okay, so it opens when the park opens. Yes, and that is where. Speaking of speaking of opening, I met Rhiannon's mom there. Oh, um, which was the opening of our I, relationship. Uh, no, stop. Moving on. Stop that, talking about my mom's opening. Moving on. Is, is that what you call him, Daddy? Daddy drunky. Oh my god. Moving on. Also, I went and saw the Christmas parade, and I forgot how great the Christmas parade was. The Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Parade. They have literally, it seems like every character in the Disney catalog is in that parade. So that was really cool. And it's neat that they offer that. So that was a pretty cool thing that I did this weekend as well. So lots of Disney-ists going on. Is that the same parade that they're going to show on Christmas Day that was pre-recorded last month? Uh, No. Oh. I mean, they have a few of the floats, but they never really show much of the parade. Um, It's the same parade they had last year, but I just didn't remember it. (laughs) I don't know why. I thought it was the same parade. I thought they just recorded it early and then showed it in December. No, they, they cut so much other crap in the Christmas parade. They barely show any of the parade. Well, it's like, you know, it's their own version of the Macy's parade where they've got all yeah, these exactly. other little, like, concerts and, you know, stage shows and dancing. But, you know, they show a float every once in a while. Dude, I'm not even sure they call it the parade anymore. They pretty much just call it the Christmas special, don't they? I think so. But that is going to be coming up. So I don't. Anyway, there are some really cool floats, and really enjoyed that. Anything else of note this weekend? Uh, while we since we last met, guys. No, I basically spent all day blowing up balloons and filling them in saran wrap in my coworker's cubicle, and then wrapping it with Disney princess paper. Hey, last week we talked about Mark's package a lot. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of pepper. This package is bigger. Mark's package. Oh. You opened Mark's package. Oh, I did. You tore into that thing. What oh, was Mark's package? Abandoned. What was Mark's package was, wait for it, a beer fridge. Yay! Oh. Her, na- her name is Elsa. And if oh, you're you lucky, yeah. <laughs> if you can hear her in the background, she's humming right next to me as we record. So Mark, got he got you a Hummer? Yeah, she's good at giving... Hummers? Hummers? Okay. I don't know how that works, but fantastic. So if you wanted to, you could open it up and grab a beer right now. All right. Sitting. Yeah. This is me now in the beer fridge. See? That's how close it is. God bless us one and all, God. but mostly you. Yep. That's like a Christmas miracle come true. It really is. Or, what, or not a Christmas, a Festivus miracle. Sure. Speaking of Christmas, oh. Rich, you sent me this link of our favorite friends from the uh saint drunkies day saint patrick's day celebration the mariachi cobre is playing silent night and there's a great video that was put on there so we would like it i would like it if you would take a moment and stick it right here in the podcast just take that that's not the phrase that we agreed on what's the phrasing would you stick it right here uh 
That'll work for me right now. <laughs> you take that clip and you stick it right Spoil here. Spoil sport. You wanted me to stick it in here. Yeah, stick it yes. in right here, right now. There you go. There it is. There it is. Yes, I will be more than happy to stick it in there. In Mexico, Christmas carols or villancicos are heard throughout churches, neighborhoods, and homes. The most famous villancico is Noche de Paz, Noche de Amor, Silent Night. Yeah, those guys, the uh, mariachi, were so nice on the uh, St. Patrick's Day. They actually hung out with Punchy O'Shea and took many pictures with Punchy O'Shea. So they were a great group of guys. And a beautiful, silent night. They, I, I wish I could find it, and I'll have to make a recording of our uh, trip this March. But they also do a really great Irish jig that, uh, that they've played for us when we go out there on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Oh no, do it again. Look up. I love these guys. I connect and I just it's always so great. I like when sometimes they go inside as well and then it's even I think it even better inside. Yeah. Yeah, the the crowd's not as big inside cuz there's not as much room. But whatever. If they're there, I'm happy. Makes it so good. Have you guys ever 
Random, maybe you have. I know Rich hasn't been there, but at City Walk, they have the mariachi at, um, oh, what's that restaurant called? Their Mexican restaurant. And they play like pop music, but in mariachi form. It's fantastic. Like they'll play, you know. Antojitos. Antojitos. That's right. Antojitos. And they will play pop music like some Miley Cyrus or whatever, but in a mariachi form. And it's fantastic. I love yeah, me some mariachi. I, oh, okay. Uh, was... No, I've never been there. classy parks guy was going to take me there but then it turns out that he didn't exist and they weren't open until four o'clock so <laughs> such a, that guy was such a disappointment <laughs> yeah yes so yes i don't think we could get away with moving forward in this podcast without mentioning star wars rich oh, i've been waiting you, i've been I mean, waiting when you when you mentioned this weekend and what happened in the past week I, that's all I wanted to talk about, but we. That just was went. your cue, and you missed it. So yeah, well, moving I didn't on. get a chance like to because we talked for four hours about a refrigerator that I don't even ever care about. And... Four hours? That's like the shortest I've ever talked about anything in my life. Oh, okay. So what did you do to celebrate the opening of the Force Awakens, Rich? Oh my God! So my brothers and I decided that we were going to be super nerds, and we were going to go to a theater as close to Skywalker Ranch as we could find that was still going to have a decent-sized screen and sound. Where's that located? Uh, just north of the of San Francisco. Okay. So I actually flew out, met my brothers in San Francisco. We uh, got in line probably six or seven hours before the movie. Um, I actually posted video uh, of the line, and we went to go see it out there at midnight. Um, you realize you can buy tickets online in advance, right? Oh, no, no, we had tickets. That was just to get in to sit. Um, people were there for a week <sighs> before we even got there. People uh, have issues. Yeah, it's it was so great. Uh, Did I, you meet anyone else who flew up many miles to get to Skywalker Ranch? No, we were really the only people. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when people asked us, and like, you know, they were like, hey, you know, are you from the Bay Area? And I was just like, no, I'm from San Diego. And my other brother said that. You know, he would, he had flown up from San Diego also, and they were like, do they not have movie theaters there? And then, you know, we mentioned the whole Skywalker Ranch thing, and they were kind of like, yeah, I guess that's cool. And these are other super nerds, because they're oh, there. Yeah. These, are, these are people that were dressed up for Star Wars, <laughs> looking at us like we were, you know, <laughs> we had problems. So you, of among the Star Wars super nerds, you were the Star Wars super nerdiest. Oh, I mean, I think we were there for probably the nerdiest reason, but but it was great. You know, it was what I really like about watching movies like that um, with those people is that you don't have to worry about anybody like making like stupid noises and uh, and spoilers. I don't know if you heard about that one guy that he got out or after his movie, he was either making comments to a friend or walked into a theater and actually like spoiled the movie for people that were in there. And apparently all the nerds that were dressed up, like, jumped him and beat him up for spoiling the movie. <laughs> so, I mean, you could get virtually beat up online for saying anything. So. Oh, yeah. I uh, I was actually really proud of my friends that, uh, you know, we had talked about last week about how yeah. I had mentioned that I would unfriend somebody for yeah. for putting up spoilers. And, yeah, I was really surprised that nobody Opportunity missed. And when was this, Rich? That You went Thursday night then, or when did you go? Oh, yeah, we were there Thursday night for the... For the so, yeah. And then uh, Rhiannon, you went. Rhiannon, we, oh, Rhiannon went yeah. to Star Wars. Yes, yeah, she did. Because she and your loves it. reaction? 
It's uh, my favorite movie ever. No, but I liked it more than I thought I would. Nice. Yeah. Did you had or had not seen the original trilogy? Nope, never seen. First them. one. First one, yeah. and uh, uh, so I'm. I went with my coworkers on Friday, and uh, I was seated next to one who was, you know, diehard fan. And it, it took every fiber of my being to refrain from asking him a million questions because I mean, I'm not going to like give spoilers or anything, <laughs> whatever. But um, I had some I'll edit questions. them out. They do refer to whatever. a lot of the original stuff, yeah. Uh, well, my my biggest takeaway, I think, was I never realized that the the uh, uh, what are they fucking called? Um, Stormtrooper dudes. I always thought they were robots. Right, like, you didn't know they were humans. I didn't know they were humans. So yeah. that was, I learned something. I think that's something, yeah, that's something we learned. I, see, I never saw the prequels. I saw the original three, but I never saw the prequels. And that's where I think we learned that, right, Rich? Um, well, I mean, in, I the, guess you, in the very first movie, they take the suit off of one of the other guys and put it on themselves to save Princess Leia. Oh, right, right, so right, right. you right. kind of knew, but... Yeah, I don't know. True. I know, Jeez. man. Jeez. Right, sorry. Yeah, right. It's like you've right. never even seen A New Hope before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, well. But, <laughs> so, so did you go see it, Drunky, though? I did. I oh, went okay. Sunday morning and went over, and it was, it was like the 9.45 showing, and it was already busy, but it was a great time. And I remember sitting there thinking, you know, I, I was just so excited to because I realized I hadn't seen a Star Wars movie in probably 15 years. Um, and so I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to go into like I forgot that like, they just start, you know, with like the whole music and the scrolling. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And it was, you know, yeah, the music kicks in and the screen rolls across and I'm like, and you're in, you know, and it just starts. So oh, I was yeah, really it does, they don't hold back. Yeah, they don't mess around. It's like the movie, they, they give you the little synopsis of what's been going on since the last one. Which was helpful. Yeah, me. it really was. And it's like, oh, so everybody kind of gets caught up all together. That was kind of cool. And then um, you jump right in and I'm thinking halfway through, I'm like, holy crap, am I, I'm, I'm like a Star Wars fan now. You know, this is great. Yeah. I loved it. I loved yeah. it a lot. So it was yeah, great. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I loved um, every bit of it. Um, a lot of people loved it, and it broke. I can't wait to discuss the details because, um, like Leonard Kinsey, I was talking to him. He hated about it. it. He hated it, and I'd love <laughs> to talk to him about kind of what there's. You know, I can't. I can't go. Don't want to go too much into it, but I, I see sort of where he's going with his critique. But as a fan, but I'm like, uh, I don't yeah, I didn't see any actual details of why he thought that way. I just saw his Facebook post yeah. of him trying to kill himself with a lightsaber. Right. Or and something. I, I get what he's saying and I can't wait to discuss it with him, you know, in about probably like a few days when it's available to, to actually talk about it as if it's common knowledge. And then, uh, to really get into it because I do get what he's saying, but I think there's, I don't always, I don't necessarily agree. So I'm looking forward to doing that. So anyway, I had a great time. Which leads us into the link you sent me, Rich, which was that the fireworks also started, the new fireworks at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And I went over and saw those on Saturday also. How was that? It was awesome. I mean, it's great. Oh, it's, the, it's almost like the old, um, what they used to do, but they also put in some of the new music. And those fireworks to Star Wars music, it's the best music for fireworks that I think I've ever seen. I mean, it was, it's fantastic. Love it all. But I will. It leads me to my airing of the grievances later. But I will get to that. So, um, but did you cry? I did not cry. But it just get, it gets you pumped up. I mean, the 
the music gets you pumped up. It's great. I just think it's great. And I, um, I always, I was a little skeptical in general that like when they started talking about Star Wars Land and all this, that is it really gonna build up to what everyone and it it seems to be doing that. I mean, it really is building it up, and I'm I'm just I'm more pumped than I ever thought I would be. Well, I'm excited about like. I mean, just because I'm a nerd and I love Disney and I love Star Wars and all this stuff, how great it did at the box office because it beat like every record, it blew away everything, and now they're saying that it might actually even um, overtake Avatar as yeah. you know the the, the biggest yeah. um, <laughs> money maker, which oh. makes me laugh even more because of our good friend that loves yeah. Avatar. I just think even more importantly, I think than that is just the numbers. Is when I was leaving. I mean, I took um, my eight year old to see it. Kids really liked it, and I think that's more important for building a Star Wars land and building a park around this stuff. Is yeah, you can't, it's not just about catering to the, you know, thirty-five to fifty, sixty-year-old nerds. I mean, no, okay. you got to build that new, um, the new base where kids are excited about the new characters and the new movies. And man, I'm telling you, BB-8 and. Uh, does it for kids? I mean, he's probably more popular than R two D two. Oh, well, yeah. he's Wally. He's round Wally. He's adorable. He's so cool. I already have every like BB eight toy I can find. I, I and how one. great is it? BB eight hanging out with R two D two. I don't yeah. mean, and I don't think spoiler. That's a spoiler. Spoiler. Oh well. Spoiler alert! They get to meet. So <laughs> it's cool and it's adorable. I want to share that I I actually noticed something that all of my fellow coworkers who are obsessed with Star Wars did not know. I was actually able to shed some knowledge on something. Um, Carrie Fisher's real life daughter appears in the movie, and no one knew that that was her. So I was like, "Oh, it's her." James Bond is also in the movie. What's his name? Um, that guy. Kids. Yeah, the guy that plays James Bond. <laughs> What's his name? Oh god, I'm trying to remember. Which one? The, 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 the current one. one, Craig. But he's in. I can't. I'm not gonna say what. But he's in a costume. But yeah. Anyways, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. There you go. He's yeah, in the movie a, as well. Yeah. And there's two lost actors. That made me excited too. Two lost actors. So. And yeah, Bill Weasley. Whoever. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a lot of uh, of celebrities that that made their way into that movie. As I was looking at, I think there was like 24 that were listed. Yeah. In some article, I didn't. It was I didn't read it this morning because I was half so, asleep. What's annoying here's and this gets to the next question you asked, Rich, though about spoilers and Star Wars is we're now this will be now the sixth night. Tuesday, you know, Wednesday, Tuesday night will be the sixth night that it's available. And if you really are that to me, if you're that worried about seeing Star Wars spoilers, you're not doing a very good job of trying to miss them now. You've had so many opportunities. I think, isn't it on you now, if you get a spoiler, on day six? Yeah, well, and that's what I said. I was just like, on, on mine, I said, look, everybody needs to keep quiet until Monday. I was like, if you don't go over the weekend when you have a chance, when it's a four-day, you know, when they're showing it four days in a row, at that point, yeah, I say it's on you. If you haven't yeah, gone yet. Like, they stopped showing it? No, they're never, I don't, I, I don't want them to ever stop showing it until the next one starts, and then they have yeah. a week overlap, at least. And right now, the only day of the week that has not shown is a Wednesday. So if that's somehow your only day off or whatever, that's tomorrow. Like, get out there and see it because it's annoying. The whole idea that don't say anything. I haven't seen it yet. I'm like, well, then what do you, you obviously don't care that much. If you care that much, how come you haven't seen it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, it's a little you, annoying. You need to go see it. 
Yeah, it's um, and the normal the normal reason that people don't see movies a lot of times is oh I couldn't get a sitter I don't but you take your kids to this one. There's no yeah, real excuses. Everybody, mean, yeah. don't don't go see don't bring your kids to the one that I'm going to go to. But feel no, free. you do what I did and go to like the nine thirty in yeah. the morning. Well, there's there's actually theaters out here that have specific like family time and bring your kid movies. And, uh, oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's actually pretty cool for them because they they leave like they don't the, the theater's not as dark and they actually lower the volume a little bit and they actually bring the concession stand inside God, so you don't kids ruin everything. Oh, that's well, fantastic! That's, why, that's what's great. Like oh, you you know you don't have to go. go to it, right? Yeah, like that's great. It's like the Disney Cruise. I've always said that it's fantastic. Like the best thing about Disney Cruise, people don't have kids. They're like, oh, why would I go on a Disney Cruise? It's um, it's all kids. I'm like, that's the beauty because there's so many kids. They make adults-only areas. So, like, the kids are all over in this area. So then you get to go to these awesome adult-only areas. Other, You know, that's what – and that's yeah, kind of I what I love doing. Disney Cruise. And it's not just yeah. because I love Disney. It's because, yeah. like you said, the non-kid area is so non-kid. It's, yeah. It is so it just remi- Yeah, this reminds me of it. Like, go to the family movie. So then the, the adult movie will be so much better. I'm just waiting for any of you to bring me on a Disney Cruise. Uh, I, I say we should do a Disney Cruise podcast. Um Lot, oh, right. Oh, from the Pelican Bar on Castaway Key. That'd be great. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Elsa has gifted me. Oh, Oh. yeah. Elsa, the fridge. I love it. So the next question, Rich, was how much is this annoying Rhiannon? It doesn't sound like she's as annoyed, though, because she actually did go see it. I'm a little sad. You miss (laughs) annoying Rhiannon? No, I don't want her. Not that I want her to be annoyed. But I thought, yes, you know, you for the show, it would have been great if she came out of that movie either totally in love with it, which would have been hilarious. No. Nah. Like a new I Star mean, Wars I... nerd. I think we knew that one. Let's just put it this way. You have Leonard, who is a Star Wars nerd, hating it, saying it destroyed his life. And I, don't I apparently I don't know who did not feel the same. He's our publisher. Yeah. Oh. Get with the program. Yeah, and I think you guys Dark just are trying to work out a way to talk of this book into the, to every podcast. You're the one that just did it. I don't even know who that he was. I didn't bring him up. Well, you asked. Oh my gosh! Okay, so he hated Back it anyway. To Disney Parks news: Ooh. metal detectors in the parks. I didn't. Guys, I just unlocked a badge. Five hundred different beers. What? Is, what is it? What's the five hundredth different beer? I am currently drinking an Abita Grapefruit Harvest IPA. Wow, that sounds fantastic. Is yeah. this the first time you've actually had that beer? Yeah. Wow. Grapefruit Harvest IPA. Does that have any – does it have – how much grapefruit is it? Like, like compare it grapefruity-wise to the uh, – One in Germany. Germany one. Um, well, it's a lot more bitter than the Schaffer but I think it's better than the Ballast Point. Hmm. I would love to try it. Now, did you bring that back with you from New Orleans? Nope. Got it. Total wine yesterday. <laughs> New Orleans? Oh, Jesus. No. All right. Moving on. You had some Metal detectors in the You were parks. talking about something. Yeah. I did actually get to experience this. I didn't actually go through. So to answer your question, uh, Rich, you said you, you brought up the metal detectors. Are they to stop a terrorist or drunkie from bringing in his own drinks to the park? Definitely terrorist because <laughs> they let drunk oh, is there a distinction <laughs> but um it it is much less intrusive than i once had thought by putting it so basically what it is is there is a metal detector station set up just past the bag check 
So it's clearly like if you go through bag check and they are a little bit skeptical of you, they'll just send you through there. But it's kind of funny because my mother-in-law got sent through. Yeah, well, I heard it was actually random. Like they're just selecting people throughout the line to go through. My my question is, um, do they do a decent job at sort of, I don't want to say blending it in, but just making it look a bit more Disney and happy? Is it themed correctly? Not yet, no. I mean, I think much like when they first did the bag checks after 9-11, they were not themed whatsoever, just a tent. And that's what this is. It's literally just a tent just past security that so, is uh, that they can direct people through. And much like uh, was mentioned, it is not Disney cast members running it. It is that C- I think it's CSE or whatever that uh, uh, security company is. Um, and it looked like. It, w- it was interesting the one I saw. A, my mother-in-law got sent through, and it w- was really not much talk. But a family did have one of their members get put through, and they were basically heckling it the whole time. So it's, it's kind of caused a little bit of a, of a, because uh, they were. T- it was like their their mom, and she, it was she was getting a little bit harassed in there. So it was definitely. Um, but to make a long story short, it is not that intrusive. It is not that I didn't really think it was that noticeable, and. So, I think it's just going to be if they my guess is it's like if they can't see the profile of your waistline, you know, they want to look to see if you're carrying. So I think they just if you can't see it very well, they're just going to send you through there. So rather every than, fat dude is going through basically. But you know you what? I'm sorry. Tight clothing. What about, um, you know, where they don't where like that, how they slip you through if you don't carry a bag at all. Do they still do that? They do, because this is past security, so they could theoretically, just like with any of them, if you look like you know, the, the guy couldn't get a clear view or didn't get everything they wanted, they could ask you to go through. Well, that's the, what I'm saying. Like, when you, if you don't have a bag, they have that area that you can just walk through, and they just, like, pass you through because you're not carrying a bag. Yeah, like, that's I still I almost that. feel like that should be a uh, metal detector just for itself. So anybody, even, even if you don't have a bag, you just walk through really quick. Go I know. Through, go through, I, go through. Yeah, because that that bag, not, that no bags line is sort of very generous sometimes. I mean, yeah. somebody will go through with like a stroller with four huge bags on the back, and they'll just the guy looks a little annoyed, but he usually lets him go through. <laughs> right, he rolls his eyes and he's like, yeah, "Yeah, come on through." So it is a little bit abused, but to answer your question, they would. It is it is set up in a way that the metal detector area is behind that, so they could say, "You go get in the metal detector line." And they would go do that. So it looks like it's just an extra layer to probably see through people who they can't get a good look at, is what it appears. So kind of an interesting thing. It was interesting. I think to me the most interesting thing is that Disney, Universal, and SeaWorld all started on the same day. So well, it was obviously some sort of concerted effort to let's – we're all going to do this. Well, I guess like Universal had been doing like some of the those little like wands – to check for a while. And that's just for the rides. Well, but no, I read an article where they actually invited um, Disney and SeaWorld over to kind of like see how they were doing it oh. already. So that they, you know, it's, it's almost like they worked as a group to, yeah. to just be like, hey, you know what? This is something we all have to deal with, which I think yeah. is cool. Me too. I was so happy that unlike everything else on theme park social media, it turns into... I'm I'm so annoyed every time any event turns into Disney versus Universal. It was so nice that this happened on the same day. So it could be discussed as a, here's what's happening, not, hey, ha, 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 this is happening here, but not here. You know, it just, it, it's just so annoying that it always, everything turns into a, 
a this versus that bipartisan community. Yeah, it was a bipartisan. Right. Working across the aisle. Yeah, working across the aisle. It was perfect. Very bipartisan. So, not um, bipartisan. Tripartisan. Ooh, Ooh I like right. it. Yep. All right, you're getting kinky now. So, um, Rich, you brought up a good point. Um, All my you, points are good. You did. You said something about <laughs> Fort Wilderness and Christmas. Even though this is the Festivus show, they I don't think too many people decorate for Festivus at Fort Wilderness. But has anybody ever been to Fort Wilderness to see the decorations of the camp? Like that the campers do? Uh, yeah. No. It's really cool. Yeah, people go all out. They go all out for Halloween, probably. And then they probably take it up even another notch uh, to Fort Wilderness. Have you guys ever seen the show um, Great Christmas Light Fight on ABC? Yes. No. Well, anyway, I want to see them do that, but with the campers. Oh, because that would they, actually be really cool. <laughs> it really would, because they do. I mean, some of these campers bring entire trailers just for stuff for Christmas, just Christmas decorations, like a, a full pull behind trailer just of decorations. Yeah, it, it's 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 cool. They decorate it like it's their own it's their own house, and most of them are living there for at least you know a week or two, if not more. And they've already spent hundred thousand dollars or whatever on these giant RVs, so they go all out, and the lights are everywhere, and they're synchronized to music, and they, you know it's it's just really really cool. And they do obviously they do a lot of Disney themed stuff because they're on property and they love Disney. Yeah, so many of those inflatable Mickey Mouse's and snow globes and stuff like that. And what I one of my I'm a little it, one of my favorite things too is they have the um, a lot of campers have golf carts and they'll dress them up to be like Santa's yeah. sleigh and stuff like that and that's just fun. So um, next time we're at the campground, we got to rent one of those uh, little scooters. Maybe we can dress March. it up like a oh, uh, March. <clears throat> March. We can dress it up like something. Maybe not. Maybe maybe not Santa's sleigh. We got to come up with something to. I thought you were banned from golf carts there after you stole one and drove it into the lake. That wasn't me. I swear was that on the way to the pyramid? Okay. <laughs> that wasn't me, but that did happen. The guy ran it into he ran it out on the dock and into the water. <laughs> wasn't me. People uh-huh. keep posting these things online. Hey, drunk at Disney, you're at Disney again. It's, they're never me. They're never me. I've yet uh-huh. to use. Yep. It just happens that you were there at the exact same time. Yeah. The exact same I was, place. but I was I was that day and the, I was there the day of the pyramid climbing. But I swear I have an alibi. Uh, it's pretty weak. I posted. See, I can always post pictures from other places at the same time. You know, you never know when it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You brought up another good point, Rich. I like all, <laughs> all of my points are good. Boy, this is like point. suck up to Rich show. Wow. <laughs> finally, finally, What's we're getting some respect show? on the I'm West Coast. Be, as part of the Festivus, is it? Isn't one of the things of Festivus? I guess it's there isn't a positive. There's feats of strength. <laughs> feats of strength. Which is clearly going to be my feet of strength. Uh, obviously, I'm a very strong climbing, guy. I, climbing, it's not, the, Mex- it's not the strength of your feet and the way they smell. By the way, it's feats of strength. I climbed Mexico, but um, Rich, you asked, "What is your favorite holiday tradition at Disney?" And I have one for sure. Have you ever been to the? What is your favorite holiday tradition, Rhiannon? Certainly not sitting on gingerbread displays. <laughs> that was. The first time I ever met Rhiannon, she actually did sit on the gingerbread display at the Contemporary. In my defense, I didn't realize it was actual gingerbread. Did you think we realized it after your after your butt was completely sticky? Oh my god, so sticky! Uh, how often does that happen? 
Often. Superman. You're just you're feeding my entire list of grievances right now. <laughs> Do you have one, Rich? Uh, a favorite holiday, uh, Disney holiday. Yeah. Um, gosh. Other than the candy cane girth at Disneyland. Well, well, you know, you have to measure it against something. Um, <laughs> Harrison Ford's hand. Oh. Yeah, how did you do with that? Seeing, seeing his hand on, on the screen, 25 feet of, of Harrison Ford's hand. That's pretty good. Yeah. Just reminded her of her toy back home. Oh, my God. My giant package. Giant package. Giant package. <laughs> oh. oh, Elsa. You're so beautiful. Well, I'll tell you mine. If yeah, Rich go. is going to be holding out on us. I am going to go. <laughs> I love the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian. That is my favorite. Um, and not just the gingerbread house. The Grand Floridian is absolutely. And I, oh, God, I can't wait to say this. Magical. At <laughs> because oh, you're in the Grand Floridian lobby. The Grand Society Orchestra is playing Christmas music from above. You can get the drinks, you get wine from Meisner's, and you're down there, and you're checking out the Christmas tree, and the band is playing, and the uh, gingerbread house is there, and you can get a shingle from the gingerbread house and eat it, and it's wonderful. But a new one that I just did yesterday, or on Saturday, was they do hot cocoa in the Wilderness Lodge lobby. Yes. And that Wilderness Lodge lobby, by the fireplace, with the hot cocoa, with the Kahlua is probably more magical. Nice. I, w- I was actually going to... I was going to say, I've got. I've kind of got multiple. I've got definitely my Walt Disney World one, which um, I'd never had chestnuts roasted on an open fire before, but... Chestnuts <laughs> roasted right? on an open uh, fire. It wasn't actually, an invitation to sing. They have those as you walk into the Grand Californian. Um and they're, they're free. They just give them out to anybody walking in, and they're delicious. Um, so I was super happy to, to do that. Uh, I was going to say the tree at the Wilderness Lodge, because the Wilderness Lodge is my favorite resort, and I love the lobby, and the tree is always nice. <gasps> I have a question. Yes, go Because I, too, have never had an actual chestnut roasted on an open fire. But I have had boiled peanuts. Mm. Are they the same sort of concept, like texture-wise, or basically just like a mushy fucking nut that you want to spit mushy. out? Not mushy. Right? They're not? Crispy. Yeah. Really? Oh, no, they are the opposite. Oh. They are the opposite of okay. boiled okay. peanuts. They actually, yeah, they had a Yeah, because boiled peanuts are, they're, they taste good, but God, that texture is just hard to get over. Yeah. You either yeah. love it or you hate it. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So, good to know. Well, yes, I learned something the tonight. They are crispy. Had, had you ever tried them before, Drunky, or was that your first time? I've only had them once, and it was at the um, Grand Floridian out on the porch. They had a, they were roasting them on the porch at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, it was. I was. I remember walking up and thinking, like, what is what's going on over here? I mean, they it's had... literally like I was walking into a movie. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So that that was definitely one of my favorite uh, Walt Disney World here at Disneyland. Um, we kind of talked about it a little bit last time, but it's definitely the Grand Californian. And uh, sitting there and just having that hot buttered rum and enjoying the uh, the lobby at the Grand Californian. Yeah, did I agree? I mean, the 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 resorts. Like, yes, I'm very disappointed, and I'm I don't know what I what how I'm going to redo my 
holiday schedule now that next year when um, Osborne lights are gone. <laughs> but a lot of my favorite Christmas and holiday and festivus traditions re- revolve around the resorts. Yeah, you all, you can just move the time that you spent looking at the lights at Hollywood Studios to looking at the lights at the campgrounds. I, seriously, it really and, is. And, and really, I'm, if you look at the lights in the campgrounds, you're on your way to a bar. It's fantastic. Yeah. So um, probably next year we'll probably get more into the what the feelings are about the – because I've been thinking a lot about this uh, Osborne lights going away, and I'm, I'm trying to gauge what my real true feelings are about it. Like how heartbreak? Fine with I don't it. know. I'm trying to decide if it's heartbreak or it's just time to move on. You know, is it? Is you know it, what? Is it the Osborns are SOL. Yeah, we learned that. We learned that weeks ago. Yep. Well, I'm just saying now those lights are SOL, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Skipper Dick Ritchie. Yes, sir. You Skip- should be very excited right now because we are going to do exactly what you requested, and that's take bar of the week oh from God. Walt Disney World. We're going to do the first ever. Three o'clock parade. Newswire. Bar of the week from the Disneyland Resort. And I've never been to this bar, and I think Rhiannon has, but I know you have. Tell me about the Cove Bar. Oh, well, have you been there, Rhiannon? I don't want to. I have. Did you love it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. This is in California Adventure, right? Yeah, it's at the California Adventure. It's out overlooking Paradise Pier. Um,. The, the same area that they do the uh, wonderful world of color, that giant body of color. Water. Yeah. They, uh, it, uh, it, okay. It overlooks that. Color. So I'm not, that's not a thing. Stop. No. <laughs> it's okay if he does it. Color. Stop. Oh, God. <laughs> I think she hung up. Color. Or at least muted us. One of the two. Color. <laughs> But it looked like from the pictures, the reason I brought this up was that I saw pictures um, from the Cove Bar, and it looked like it was being completely refurbished. So tell me about that. The bar itself um, has become super popular to the point where there's actually like – there's a queue set up just to get into the bar. Is it attached to a restaurant? It is attached to Ariel's Grotto. It's not Ariel's Grotto, I'm thinking. But either way, it's Ariel's Restaurant and – you know, which is inside. And before you even used to be able to go through the restaurant to get to the bar, but it became so popular and there's so many people were cutting through the restaurant that they actually had to create an, or, you know, you had to set up on the outside to get, to get to the bar. Um, the, uh, plus the other thing that I'm kind of, stop. (laughs) The other thing that I'm kind of excited about is, um, what's the name of that, that bear that you love? Me? Not you. Oh, oh, gross. You love that bear, don't you? Duffy? Duffy? Oh, I love Duffy. Well, the Duffy. Amanda loves Duffy. Amanda oh, loves it's Duffy. Amanda that loves Duffy. I'm sorry, Amanda, but the area that Duffy used to occupy for pictures, that's where the bar got extended out to. So <clears> not only is Duffy gone, but we get more bar. Oh. And, uh, which is I like Duffy. Fair trade. Fair sorry, trade. Duffy. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's a great bar. trade. It's a great trade. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Duffy. See ya. Hit the bricks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's 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 great. They they make to- they t- they like going off the menu, um, and it's they they have craft beer. It's kind of like a like just after Prohibition era is the theme. Love it. 
yeah, it's it's really really fun, and you you drink outside. Uh, I always that recommend is... dialing up to the bar at any bar, and at this one, it's even better because stools. Are there stools? There are stools. Oh, oh there's plenty of seating. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of seating, but if you're not at the bar, you're probably in the sun, and it gets a little warm. Oh, yeah. So being at the bar is great. Um, now, one thing that I always get, I love the, the subtle differences. I mean, there's obviously big differences between Walt Disney World and Disneyland, but one of the subtle differences that I always enjoy picking out is when people, I get it, people post a lot of drunky pictures um, from Disney World and Disneyland. And I love that in Disneyland, especially in, and it looks like, I guess, obviously in California Adventure, all the cups are yellow. That's a, well, yeah. If you're getting a plastic cup to leave the bar and walk around the theme park, it's it's yellow. That yeah. way, they know there's alcohol inside. I, I love it. Like that's a subtle difference. Like they do not have that at Disney World. They just do clear. So I like the little subtle differences. So yeah. my experience with Cove Bar, um, I went there twice on my one trip to Disneyland, and that was the, the trip that you didn't that we didn't hang out. This is true. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I, I apologize. <laughs> but see, but... here's the thing. Here's I got to jump in on that because Rhiannon had you and I had just started. Rich and I had just we had become friends just a few, maybe maybe a couple months before that. And you and me, and me and Rich. No. Okay, I was gonna say like no, I was like and and um and Rhiannon. So I and that was when I started more interacting with Rich online too. Um, and you had just started talking to him online and you didn't quite realize that I was in real life friends with Rich. So she was texting me while there. She's like, Rich, did you really know this guy? Or is he just like some random dude? I'm like, no, 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 seriously. I really know him. Like he's a legit, but she was also a little skeptical of me at the time. So it was really, I don't, I don't really blame her. I'm a lot and... skeptical of you. <laughs> so it was like, I was like, no, I, I, I literally give him like my full, uh, I give him a full recommendation. She's like, "What really doesn't mean very much." No. <laughs> so no. she. It was funny. The behind the scenes was she was like, "I don't know if I should go over there. I don't. Know. Do you really know this guy?" It was really funny, and I'm like, um, "And it was not helping that I was giving her no. a full." No. <laughs> I'm like, no, seriously, seriously, it's Rich, fine. You should find better recommendations on your behalf. Oh, <laughs> well, that's what I'm. Kind of, you're 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 my only hope. Yeah, so that like, was funny getting it back behind the scenes. So yeah, a little behind the scenes there. Yeah, but, it was not I helping. I don't really blame blame her. Like yeah, you know, somebody yeah. said, "Hey, there's this guy that wants to hang out, and he calls himself Skipper." I feel like I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Cove Bar, if you could compare it to anything at Walt Disney World, what's the closest thing <sighs> you would compare it to? I wasn't done. Oh, let's oh, hear it. Oh. Well, I was just gonna say that. So I went there twice. And the first time I went there, so both times I went because I had one person's recommendation that that was a good spot to see World of Color from. And so I went one evening, um, and I, you know, I timed it. So whatever time World of Color started, let's say it was 8 o'clock that night. And so I got there at like 7.30 and there was a line, which I wasn't accustomed to, a line to get into a Disney bar. <laughs> and so I stand in the line, and sure enough, you know, as it gets closer to 8 o'clock, finally they call out an announcement, sorry, we're closing this. Anybody else in the line, you're shot out of luck, go home. So I didn't get in the first time. So the next time, I knew in advance, okay, there's going to be a line. So 
I think, again, let's just say it was 8 o'clock, World of Color. I got in line at, like, 6.15, thinking, all right, I'm going to go. I'll, I'll have dinner there, grab some drinks, and I'll just sit and park my ass there until World of Color. And so I there was still a fucking line at 6.15 to get in. But I stood in it for, like, maybe 20, 30 minutes, got in, got my seat at the bar, had the most amazing lobster nachos oh, i've ever yeah. had in my life absolutely amazing that's what they're known and for. i well yeah and, and and i you know i had read that so that's why i ordered them and then um I, you know me i like my condiments on everything and so i asked you for like a side of salsa condom on everything yeah fuck you <laughs> um and so the guy's like we don't really have salsa we have pico de gallo like i'm like yeah sure bring it bring it so he ends up bringing me what amounts to the actual appetizer of pico de gallo with a side of chips in addition to the chips and the nachos for free so i was pleased you know if it's oh, for free it's, it's for me and so i enjoy my nachos and i was pacing myself and i had like two drinks and i'm pacing myself and finally it's like only seven o'clock and i'm like i just i can't sit here anymore and so i left and so i never saw world of color but oh, i had a good time geez. at Cove bar had a good time. Um, to answer your question, though, I would say, and and I've never been to Jacques, but I would imagine it would be the equivalent of sitting on the Reggie. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, and and you know, because it's over the water, and you've got the bar, cool. and but it, but just to, giant. Maybe the boathouse. What about the Brianna? Yeah. Maybe the boathouse outdoor bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would sooner say boathouse. Outdoor bar than Reggie's, that. but yeah. um, Rich, I can't wait no, to see it. Oh, I, no, I, um, buddy, we're we're like what, th- maybe three weeks away. So ready. There's no real equivalent at the boardwalk, but the overall theming right. speaks yeah. more to the boardwalk. So um, if there was so, a bar on the water at boardwalk, yeah, it's like if God, why is there a bar suddenly, on the water at boardwalk? Yeah. Oh. They should be. They should like yeah. put out. A, they should like have a pier that like juts out into Salt the Lake bar. and, and yeah, serve lobster nachos. Co Bar East sounds great. Right. Well, it's time. It's the Festivus show. Ooh. As part of Festivus, you know that one of the problems is errors is the airing of the grievances. Now, I've had a moment to think of some grievances that I'm upset about this year, and I'm going to start with Rhiannon and Rich with this. Ass sour boner. That is not ass what it is. Sour it's ass boner. drunk. Yeah. It's not ass sour boner. I don't even know. And now somehow my potato hot dog thing has become called sour boner. Yep. Yep. And that's your that's I, your mascot. Yeah. You're you the did only this. one on the show. You that designed has a this whole thing. Where did the boner part come from? I don't understand. Wiener? Yeah. Do you want a limp wiener in your Ugh. God. So yeah. that that's my first area the other one, as Never. always is hashtag equality for all parks. There is no alcohol in the Magic Kingdom other than that stupid <laughs> BRS. Oh, yeah. Doesn't count. I want to drink beer on the ri- the banks <sighs> of the rivers of America like an yep. American. Like you've never yeah. done that before. I want to drink beer hey. on the banks of the – I want to sit on Aunt Polly's bar. I want to have an adventure. You want to sit on Aunt Polly's wanna, face? Yeah, what? I'm kidding. And – my third airing of the grievances goes to Disney's Hollywood Studios and the fireworks. They close the uh, lights at 10, and the fireworks don't go off to 11, oh, and they I... close the rides. So there's an hour of just standing there 
watch oh, dance bullshit. party. The only thing that was awesome is I got to do turn down for what with um, Chip and Dale, but still, it's just a dance party for an hour waiting for the light for the fireworks. So there's this hour, and I guess people are saying that's because they have to hose down the streets of America. But there's got to be something. This hour is terrible. Do they at least have beer carts open during Mel's that? Diner, Mel's and Bill's Dockside was okay. open. That was open, so there was. Right. Still, the hour of nothing at DHS yeah, that's is stupid. my third airing of the grievances. Rich, uh. <laughs> Skipper Dick, what is your grievance? Well, before we go into that, I, I actually have been meaning to – Give you our, our tell another story about my spectacle of lights uh, thing. Is this your airing of the grievance? No, no, no. I've got a. You actually reminded me of this really quick. So, because you mentioned about how they have to, uh, yeah, shut, shut down the lights for an hour. Uh, so when when I was there that one week, um, and it was actually the very first day, they they shut down the lights even back then for the fireworks. And one of the guys was that used to, that was working there said, hey, do you guys want to go outside and watch the fireworks? It's really great. They go off right above us. And everybody else was like, I don't know if that's safe. But I was just like, man, that sounds awesome. Let's go. So the two of us stepped outside. We're sitting there. Fireworks fall out. is dropping all around us. And then all of a sudden, for no reason, the fireworks just stop. And we're kind of like, that was weird. So we went back inside. And a minute or two later, like, these two guys in suits show up. And they started asking everybody who was outside because they had to stop the fireworks for the because of you. <laughs> yes, because of me and this other guy, uh, they had to stop the fireworks because there were two people in the fireworks fallout and they didn't know who they were. So they started asking everybody, you know, in the break room if they if if they saw anybody or if they knew anybody. And the two of us just sat there silent. Hell like, no, no, yeah, we saw nothing. We know nothing. What? There's people never. Let's go find them. Let's. Go. Why would they ruin everybody's magic? <laughs> Let's take them out back and beat the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. I was man. We just kind of stood there and stared at each other like crap. If any of these people call us out, we're dead. But none of them. Nobody did. Everybody kept their mouths, you know, shut. But oh, yeah, yeah, I ruined fireworks during the Halloween. That or during holidays. Okay, so I guess I'm that's sorry. why. But I'm still mad. I'm sorry. There used to be something else. So, Rich, yeah. what's your grievance? Okay, so I my first grievance, and I don't know if I can do it anymore, was we never have a West Coast bar. Damn it. Drives me crazy. Ah. And then today you guys ruined it. So my other grievance is you ruined my grievance. <laughs> my first grievance <laughs> is that you ruined my grievance. Uh, my other th- uh, my other thing you actually gave it to me today is groups that play pop music in the style of mariachi because that's terrible. I don't want to hear Miley <laughs> Cyrus in her regular version, little less than a mariachi version. Uh, those are that's it. Do those not are, go to Universal. Yeah, another no, reason that's not a problem. Not, not to go to minute. Universal. Um, can I get to the? Oh, and Harry Potter opens April seventh in California, so I may not need to go to Universal Florida at all. Ever. Woo! That's not a grievance. That's a happy part. That's a, yeah. Woo! All right. What are you? What is your grievance, Rhiannon? Like you have to ask. <laughs> other than me. Oh, other than you. Um. But my grievance. I mean, I have many, but if I have to choose and, and try and trying to stay topical here, um, my grievance is the fucking gingerbread at the Grand Floridian. I, I understand that the display is beautiful and the music and the ambiance and everything, but the actual gingerbread that I purchased in bulk from the shop there. Oh, it tastes like crap. It's not good. Yeah. It's it's all about the show. 
I didn't know that. I was told, like, oh, it's the most amazing shit. Oh, you better, like, stock up. And so I did. And I get home. And I, I'm like, what is this fucking fluffed up cardboard piece of shit? <laughs> How long oh had it sat before you? Oh, it's, it's not. I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's from last year, actually. Too. I think they cook it last year, sell it this year. And then they when they dismantle the gingerbread house this year, they package it up and sell it next year. I got a shingle, and it's I get a shingle every year, and it doesn't taste good. I just eat the chocolate off the tip. <laughs> Wait. What? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I mean, off the end. Uh huh. Was that on a boat somewhere? Or? Oh god! I just eat there. I just eat the chocolate off the end. Yeah. You just like to play a game <laughs> um, called. Holy fucking! I think there's like actually a name for that. No, wait, that's something else. Oh my gosh! So that is, <laughs> I I will agree. <laughs> That that is the that gingerbread is all about the ambiance. Even though it was my favorite holiday tradition, it is all about the the the, the look and the sound and the feel and the taste is garbage. It's kind of like that sums you up right there. It's just, oh <laughs> it's man, it's so fitting. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, <laughs> do we want to do Ash Drunky first or the or the standings first? It's up to you guys. I don't let's care. Do the, let's do the standings first. Let's hear from the 3 o'clock parade bowl championship. All right. All right. Uh-oh. I, hold on. We have the standings. Uh, for anyone that has not listened before, we are doing a – we took all the bowl games for college football, and we ranked them. Every uh, We have a, a group of people, and Rhiannon's going to go through the list, but who picked the winners and a certain uh, A, B, C, or D based on – how many points they were going to win by. So some of these people know college football, some don't. And either way, we're going to have standings. Rhiannon, who? Okay. Let's start from the bottom. Or should we start bottom. the bottom? Let's start from the bottom. Who was the absolute worst picker? The absolute worst and dead last right now with eight points is Megan. Yes. Okay. Oh, At Megan is Oh, 13. my gosh. Stump. Now, okay, she has eight points. How, just okay. without saying who it is, how many points does the champion, the current leader, have? 25. Oh, so Ooh. she is just getting slaughtered. Yeah, she yeah. yeah. And I would like to point out, I would like to point out that um, we do have one entrant, uh, Shannon, who made some very, very last-minute picks. I'm not sure what she did to actually pick the teams, but to pick the point spread, she literally went through... A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D throughout the entire thing. Right. So absolutely no How's she doing? thought she's doing better than Megan. <laughs> so just throwing that out there. That's fantastic. So so tied for Does that include place. the bowl game that just took place uh, a few minutes ago? No. So we have a game. We had two games today. I did get in the one that finished the Akron, Akron, Akron uh, versus Utah State. The Zips. Uh, that, and the Aggies. Uh, sure. Uh, they were entered into uh, those numbers. However, okay. Temple and Toledo are still playing. It's the end of the third quarter right now. It's currently 12 to 9, Toledo over Temple. Um, so that has not been. Okay. So we are currently up to there. Yeah, so Megan's last. So Megan's right. last. Keep it, let's go up. And then, and then, so how many, what place is next? Okay. So tied for third with 20 points. We have Scott S. from the DCL blog. Oh, Scott. Nice. And my boy Ben. Second, this is ben. second runner-up, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah. 
So, and, and Ben, WDW underscore Ben, both have 20 points. Right. Nice. So tied for second, we have... The first hey. runner-up. Hey, Kristen, Little Biz Kristen. fan. Kristen, yeah. nice. Little Biz With 22 points, uh, as well as... We're looking at here. Um, Oh, me. <laughs> oh, Rhiannon. <laughs> yeah, me. First runner-up. Yeah, first runner-up. So, in, in lone first place, at 25 points, ahead of everybody else, we have Dean. Where am I? From Northeast I WWW was say, did you Podcast. Even put in anything? I did. He did. Just in case you two care of your standings, oh, Drunko has 13 fucking points. Oh, okay. We so went from last. Okay. We skipped all the people in the middle. Okay. I'm not going to name off every. We have. Yeah, we don't want to name six, everybody. Yeah, we have 16 people in this pool. I'm not going to name everybody. Well, who, I mean, am I, I mean, beating. So I'm not beating you. Rhiannon's winning of the podcast. Who, where's Rich and I? Okay. Uh, so you're at 13 points. And Jesus. You're terrible. Yeah, basically. Um, is way, way ahead of you. Way ahead of your 13 points. Rich has 14 points. Oh, you son Ooh, of a bitch. Yes. Man, who did I? I think I picked Temple. They better win. Come on, Temple! I could be. Well, I just, I just did a shooter, but Gavin. But here's the thing: basically, almost everybody has Temple, so it's going to be kind of a wash tonight. All right, I got to make up some ground. Um, I know I don't have them on both of mine. No, you for the podcast pool, you do not have Temple, but you are one of two people. You and Alan don't have Temple. Oh, I... and Joey. So we literally did not the, even look to see who the, was playing any of these games. So to recap, this the, is le- not how you the leader win. is Dean. I'm Dean is yes. the leader. Dean is Dean. the leader. CT underscore Mickey underscore man. All right. Dean's the leader. And he's got how many? 28? 25. 25. 25. And I have 13. So I have to pick up 12 points to catch up to Dean. All right. I'm 12 behind. I got, yeah, some, way to I go. got some time. I got some time. Okay. Yeah. So those are the standings. All so. right. Tune in next week. So by yeah. Sunday, which is going to be the next time we record, we're going to record Sunday, we will have several bowl games this weekend. So yeah, we're going to make up some, well, some major movement between now and Sunday. So that would mm-hmm. be good. So fantastic. Thank you, Rhiannon, for the 3 o'clock parade, Rhiannon Football Bowl Championship yeah, I would, standings. I would like to point out this is the first time ever – that I've actually prepared something for this podcast. Yeah, so it, you're welcome. great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Okay. Laptop. So now it's time to the quick, uh, quickly, we're going to do some ask drunky and ask sour boner. Let's do uh, a man, our man, a man who asked about the comedians. He just had a comment that he was actually said we were spot on about the comedians and his, yes. he, he, but he, he offered comedians? his Remember We said, which comedians mm. we remind each other. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. His were that, um, mine was, of course, um, I get no respect. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Mm, Roger. Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Skipper would be uh, Bob Saget, which is uh, Ooh, perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah perfectly fine. And Rhiannon, he he liked the Silverman or Sam Kinison. So, of course, I would agree. <laughs> I don't know that other one. Sam Should Kinison? I be offended? No, he's no just not a, at all. He he's was a legend. Yeah, he legend. was great. Oh, okay. He just died. He died too young. He's so you're, you're trying to kill me off. I get it. That's fine. That's Legendary. fine. Uh, all the lo- Can all I add to my He was that guy that went, oh, oh, oh. Okay, you're not. You still don't know. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Um, ooh, here we go. 
Kristen, little Disney fan, our friend Kristen, wants to know if we could create a signature cocktail for a bar. What would the which bar would you want to do? The name of the drink and the ingredients. And I will definitely say I thought about this. I don't know the exact ingredients, but I want a better signature drink for the Dawa bar. Um, one that is not pre-mixed. Uh, I do kind of like the Lost on Safari, <clears throat> but Dawa bar is definitely the place I would like to see a signature drink. Definitely want a rum drink. And I do not. I am not a great mixologist yet, so I would, I would actually um, ask Rich... To oh. design it for me because he knows his rums, but I would like a rum drink at the Dawa bar, and I would call it um, something. I would actually call it something like Harambe lemonade or something like that. I think it'd be kind of. I just want something like that, like the Harambe lemonade. So I'm guessing we're making up a drink with lemonade then. No, <laughs> doesn't yeah, Sure, but I would or Harambe punch or something like that. I just want something like that. Like I want it themed to Harambe. Mm. All right, well, we'll work on it. We'll probably, have, I mean, if it's Africa, we'll do some sort of like, you know, sugarcane rum, old school style. We'll work on it. Yeah, I'll come up with that. Definitely. We're going to add that to my notes of things to do. Absolutely. So what, what about you guys? Are there any places you, where would you like to most see a signature drink and name it or, or ingredients? Anything, Rhiannon? I'm trying to think. I, I, I uh, as usual, did not prepare for this podcast. I can go again. Football spreadsheet. I can so. go again. I, I, I still want my uh, ha- or Haunted Mansion theme drink at a Haunted Mansion theme bar Fuck on the yeah. Sasagula. So vodka drinks um, on the Sasagula in the French Quarter in a ha- Haunted Mansion theme bar. So Gracie's, uh, Master Gracie's. Master. <laughs> Master Gracie's. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> Master, how about Master's Libations? No, I didn't. Master Gracie's I was trying to make juices. it sound like masturbation, but whatever. Oh. All right, Rich? Um, gosh, you know, uh, and I really like making up drinks, so I'm kind of sad right now. I, I did a, I did an Orange Dragon using orange soda and um, <clears throat> sake, and God, I can't remember what else was in it. That, that sounds was, disgusting. It was delicious. That sounds um, awesome. One of the other things that we used to do was called a warp pipe. Um, but that would probably be more of on the Nintendo side, so that probably wouldn't work for Disney either. Um, yeah, gosh, there's so many good rum drinks. I'm, I'm more mixed up in my mind about just... Now I'm thinking of your stupid Harambe Lemonade. I can't even think of anything right now. Yeah. Well, All right, I've thought of a couple. Okay, okay go. Nothing specific, but... Just general ideas here. <clears throat> so, speaking of fictitious bars that don't exist, if we ever did a Pirates-themed bar... Yes. I don't know if you guys ever watch uh, Bar Rescue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of their most infamous episodes was this god-awful Pirates-themed bar yes. in Baltimore. Yes. And they had their signature drink was a... Grotto, no, no, grog, grog, sorry, grog, grotto, grog, whatever. Um, so a grog, and so we have all these, you know, rum type bars that none of them have a grog really. So if, if we had like a just a grog that was just yeah. the remnants of everything, just tossed well, in, cool. and like it'd be disgusting yeah. but strong. And so there's that. Um, as far as I know, it could be served in like a mini barrel. Yes. Uh, as far as I know, 
we don't really have any good scorpion bowls anywhere, do we? Tell I mean, me more. I'm not. I'm not that familiar. Scorpion bowl. Well, that's a that's like a tiki drink. I mean, it's a, it's a tiki drink, but you know, like it comes on fire. Right. It comes yeah. with multiple straws, much like the Nautilus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Nautilus oh, has oh, that. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, but so maybe like you know, throw it into China at Epcot or whatever. Oh yeah, Epcot could um, use some better bars for sure, like that. And then my final thought is just to incorporate something that I don't think is incorporated anywhere really is there's this um, lychee liqueur, although the liqueur part is misleading because I think it has the same ABV as vodka, um, called Soho. And it is fucking amazing. And I apologize to Asians everywhere because I don't know what country it actually comes from somewhere in Asia. So whatever country claims responsibility for this cocktail, uh, well, not cocktail, but ingredient, um, I would love to toss that into their Epcot Pavilion if they have one. If not, some other bar that it fits in and create a cocktail with that because Soho is the shit. Um, My... It used to not it used to not be available in this country, and so one of my very good friends went to college at McGill in Montreal, and she would bring it with her over the border from Canada, and give it to us in bulk every year, uh, and eventually it was made legal here. So, yeah. Color. I don't even know what the fucking no you no know, you know what fuck you because god damn it so. The first time we ever drank it, we're sitting around, we're drinking this shit like it's Skittles, and we're like, you know what this tastes like? It tastes like the fucking rainbow. We're like, ma'am, this just tastes like rainbows. Color. So yeah, fuck you in your color, because it does taste like all the colors. The I love it. Rainbow. So anyways, um, yeah, so you know. So there you go. To incorporate Soho. Are you guys oh. ready for Polly's Choice? I'm never ready, but Polly's I'm always choice. ready at the this same time. This is a time. really unique one. Polly's Choice um, from Yopali, New Jersey. Um, you, of course, what we need to do is fast pass, uh, refurb and bulldoze. This is a unique one. Splitsville, Allen compass at the yacht club and Raglan road. So I will start. I'm going to, I'm going to refurb Allen compass because I've always wanted to go there. I don't know much about it. I want to spend more time at the Ale and Compass. I love the fact that there is a, a bar that I don't have not been to very often, and I love the Yacht Club. So I'm going to actually refurb the Ale and Compass, and I'm going to um, fast pass Raglan Road because I love Raglan Road, and I'm going to demolish Splitsville because Whoa. I don't wow. really care. There's so much else to do at Downtown Disney. I have no desire to go to Splitsville. Um. My, that is not my list at all. Mm, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to actually fast pass Splitsville because I've never been and I thought it would be fun. Um, I'm going to uh, refurb Raglan Road because I have been there and it's enjoyable and they've got great beer. And I'm just going to demolish the uh, Ale and Compass because we still have the Cruise Cup Lounge. Like, the Cruise Cup Lounge, to me, if you're even comparing any other bars there, I don't even need to bother with them. 
You have such a thing for that place. I do, and the Alien Compass is it's small and like every time I've ever been I saw there, someone get married in the Alien Compass once. Oh jeez, Louise! I need Why? to put this in the Do book. They have awful taste. No, yeah. there was it was just a really was small reception, and I thought it was great because it was the perfect. It, it was literally like a bride and groom, and then like one of one attendant on each side. So we would looked ridiculous in a larger venue. So I thought it was great. I thought it was yeah, nice. That's awful. Yeah, it sounds like a bad. Yeah, they're. That sounds. The did worst. they go from there directly to the courthouse to get it annulled? <laughs> No, they went directly to Cruise Cup to actually have like a good go. bar experience. Yeah. Oh, my God. Terrible. All right, Rihanna, what you going to do? the Cruise Cup. <laughs> Rihanna, what you going to do? Um, I'm going to go far more similar to Rich, and I'm definitely going to demolish Bulldoze, what have you, uh, Ale and Compass, Compass and Ale, because yeah. it's fucking worthless. Yeah. Well, there it's you a, go. It's a fucking lobby bar. I mean, there you whatever. Go. Yeah, and, and it's the most lobby bar, I feel. It's like, And like, again, God. Not to bring up the book again, yeah, right. but it's kind of a spoiler because <laughs> spoiler alert. Compass and ale, ale and compass. I don't even know what the fucking name is. I, yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah. So, Splitsville in Raglan Road uh, makes for a more difficult decision, but I'm just going to go with fast passing Raglan because I fucking love it. Um, there's nothing I could really point out that would make me want to refurb Splitsville. It's more so that I haven't actually been there. So, yeah. um, I don't know, do something to make me want to go there, but I've heard so many great things about it. Yeah. And there's just so many other places. That's the only downside. But it's open so early. Ooh, let's do it. Uh, yes. Dizwire. We did answer the question. Most relaxing spot in each park. Uh, Nicole, hey, this is Nicole. She asked, uh, "What I like this. Which currently non-alcoholic Disney dessert or drink would you add alcohol to? And I would love to have alcohol added to the, um, uh, God, I'm, uh, uh, at the Polynesian, the bread pudding at uh, Ohana. You want to add that would me? be great. You want to just add the, alcohol to it? Like yeah, make it like a uh, rum cake? Yeah, make it, well, in the sauce, in the, 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 the drizzle. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, I have mine. Okay, I'm ready. Do it. Okay, so you inspired me. So um, I'm going to go with the Brown Derby with Ooh. their grapefruit cake Ooh. and put some fucking Schafferhofer in there. Hey, oh, fantastic. Right? Oh, I love it. Okay. Got anything, Rich? <sighs> no, I can't even think of any desserts. Can't right say now. Dole Whip because it's already done. Yeah, Dole Whip's already done. Shannon wants to know, Shannon wants to know what I got Rhiannon for Christmas. Aww. I want to know that too. I got a, a plane ticket to come visit. You realize that I can't really fly from here to there without going through Atlanta, so that doesn't really make sense. I didn't get anything for Rhiannon for Christmas. We don't exchange gifts. She actually returned mine last year. She did. She I tried to send it, and she actually sent it back. No, I exchanged for store credit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, six bits, Kyle. Six, six bits. bits. He asked if I ever attended, if anyone ever attended a Brave Spring training game at Wide World of Sports. Yes. And if it's worth it. And I have, and it's fantastic. Tons they, of fun. It's, the only, it's the only place at Disney where they do a refillable mug program for beer. <laughs> you actually buy a cup for like 10 bucks, and then you can refill it with beer, really good beers, too. They have great selection. Yeah, Miller like Light, Bud Light, Coors Light. <laughs> it was great. All of you. So it's absolutely fantastic. And unfortunately, oh, I have another grievance, Dad. Going away. <laughs> the Braves are leaving Orlando. 
I think this might be its last year. I'm so disappointed. So that is makes me sad. So great question, six bits. Uh, we also, I don't know, I, I would just like to throw out that last week we made a show specifically for six bits. Yep. It was 30 seconds long. And Mr. Monkey. All right, go Mr. ahead, uh, Rhiannon. You said you had another grievance? Oh, my grievance is, so in my beautiful new fridge named Elsa, there's an entire fucking drawer of Miller Lite. <gasps> you, you, wait, you knew I want to come right over? There. Yeah, we're on our way. We call it no. the Drunkie and Skipper Dick Ritchie. Whatever. I used to call that the Bat Cave. Where's the best place to nap at Epcot? No. Yeah. One of the next questions, where's the best place to nap at Epcot? It's got to be Ellen's Energy Adventure. That is really good. Yeah. Sounds good. Or any of the movies. Are there any sour boner questions? I hope not. I'll check it, too. I'll check that one, too. I was, usually, Rhiannon's the only one that writes sour boner questions. Oh, God. I've been it busy is. this week. Oh, <laughs> Nicole asked the same question about Disney al- uh, alcoholic dessert, non-alcoholic desserts, but we already did that one. But as also as asked sour boner. Let's see. Let's see if we have anybody. Thank God. No ask sour boner questions. No specific. That's because you didn't ask for any. I love it. I You're love not it. Prompting them. Just ask drunk. Not... I'm going to call that a Festivus no. miracle. Fuck you. I have another grievance now. My grievance Thank you. is with Me too. the listening audience not knowing how to properly ask questions. Well, can I offer a spoiler alert? Well, there were for two, next week? but they were they actually used hash two hashtags. Nicole used both. So you bogarted them for your fucking. So hashtag. I searched "ask drunky first, yeah, and whatever. that's when it came up. All right. Well, I'm going to throw out the spoiler alert for next week. We're going to have a new hashtag. Yes. And it's called. Ask Rhiannon's mom. Ask Rhiannon's mom. Because she will be on the podcast. We are going to meet Rhiannon's mom. And if you ask her about her opening, I will screen the question beforehand and not let her. As you know, I'm very respectful when I meet your mother. She loves me. She has questionable taste. She may not love me, but she definitely doesn't hate me. Mm. She doesn't know you like I do. She doesn't know me at all. So that's great. That's why we get. Well, I've told her plenty of stories. Don't worry. Oh, great. So, ladies, I just want to say one thing, guys. Happy mm-hmm. Festivus. And happy Festivus to you too, sir. Happy Festivus, Rhiannon. Happy Festivus. I know it's glorious we Festivus too. We, we bury the hatchet just no. for one day and say Happy Festivus. I said glorious Festivus. It's Festivus. Even better. Well, that's it, folks. The Festivus float just came by. The last one of the day. Oh, I have a new. I have a new grievance. What? Neil Patrick Harris isn't on the show. Neil, no, the stupid float comment at the end of every show. It's kept. It's coming. The final oh, I'll float. Bet it is. <laughs> oh God! The first. What? Oh, uh, we have to get one Lynn. We haven't done it yet, Rich. Back scratcher. Back scratcher. Oh, all of back you. Scratcher. Oh my God. That's a back scratcher. Okay, you're all done. Bye. Good night. Good night. Thanks for going. We'll see you next time. This is Drunken Disney, Rhiannon, and. Bye. Skipper Dick Ritchie, we'll see you Ooh, next week me. for the New Year's episode. No, that'll be fun. With my mom. With Ask Rhiannon's mom. Adios. From all of us to all of you, a very Merry Christmas. And at this joyful time of year, we want you to be with us. So gather round our lovely tree where all the lights are shining. We'll be as happy as can be while all the bells are chiming. 
ding dong dingle, what a merry sound. Ding dong dingle, Chris Kringle is in town. And now I'll introduce you to the gang that's here to meet you. The happy house of Mickey Mouse is waiting here to greet you. Ha ha! Hi, folks! Merry Christmas! Happy New Year, too! From all of us to you, from all of us to all of you, can't wait until you're with us. We'll meet beneath the mistletoe and say a Merry Christmas.